Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. And we return to Our American Stories. Up next, a story from Pete Corrado, author of From Hang Time to Prime Time. A great look into how the NBA went from a small, financially unstable and mostly regional sports league to the entertainment behemoth it is today. And one of the major ways that the NBA did this was to move from CBS to NBC, an effort spearheaded by Commissioner David Stern, but started with Commissioner Larry O'Brien. Let's get into the story. So the NBA through the 60s, 70s, A, didn't generate great ratings, B, did not engender the confidence of television companies to give them big contracts. So by the, by the time that the, the mid to late 1970s roll around, the NBA is really at a disadvantage. In fact, in 1978, the NBA was a breath away from not having a national television contract. So CBS Sports had carried NBA games, had done so without little issue, until 1978. Here's the story. Larry O'Brien and Bob Wessler, the president of CBS Sports, reach a handshake agreement over the next television contract for the NBA on CBS. Bob Wessler, depending on who you speak to, either resigns or gets fired by CBS Sports for his role in paying players for a winner-takes-all tennis tournament. 
The new president at CBS Sports is a gentleman by the name of Frank Smith. Frank Smith does not have Bob Wessler's agenda for what he considers to be prominent sports on CBS. So Bob Wessler talks to Neil Pilsen, who works at CBS Sports, who's an attorney there. Frank Smith says to Neil Pilsen, call Larry O'Brien. I don't want the NBA on CBS. I, it's, I don't want it. Neil Pilsen says, Frank, we have a handshake deal with Larry O'Brien. We can't cut the NBA out. We don't have any programming to replace it. Frank Smith says, that doesn't bother me. It's not my deal. Call Larry O'Brien in. We're going to negate this deal. Neil Pilsen does that. Larry O'Brien and David Stern come into Frank Smith's office. Frank Smith delivers the news. Larry O'Brien is stunned. We had a deal. I had a handshake agreement. You can't do this. What's going on? He is apoplectic. David Stern turns to Neil Pilsen and says, Neil, let's talk outside for a minute. Pilsen and Stern leave the office. Stern immediately gets into Pilsen's face and says, you can't do this. We have a deal. You can't do this, Tessie. You can't do this to Larry. We have, the NBA needs this. You can't kill the NBA. He is pleading, pleading with Neil Pilsen for a television deal. Pilsen and, and Stern return to the office. The discussion is tabled. Later, Pilsen talks to Smith and says, look, we don't have anything to replace the NBA. It doesn't cost us much. Let's just renew the contract. So eventually Frank Smith agrees and the NBA gets its television deal. But that just shows you how precarious the NBA's power as a, as a television entity was. It, David Stern literally had to beg Neil Pilsen to get a television deal renewed and not even to get a, an exorbitant television deal. I mean, I think it was $74 million. And then the next year, the next go around, it was $82 million. It was not much. So the NBA was a terrible television property for the longest time. But what saved it was CBS Sports passed the NBA onto a young executive producer named Ted Shaker who was formerly with the NFL Today, the uh, originator of the pre-game NFL show. So Ted Shaker comes in and they liven up the coverage. They turn it into sort of a television program where you're treated to insight and background. He hires Tommy Heinsohn as the color guy who's this you know, flamboyant and colorful personality. He gets Leslie Visser to deliver sideline analysis. He kind of, you know, turns the NBA coverage into this like lively personality-driven event. So the NBA under CBS Sports becomes must-see TV to use a hackneyed phrase. So thanks to the fact that you have this great television coverage and you have an influx of great television-ready personalities who not only are charismatic, attractive, well-spoken, all-American and apple pie, but they also play great. They're dazzling players. Folks like Isaiah Thomas and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, Bernard King, on and on. You have all these wonderful, competitive, electric players. You partner those players with an irresistible television package and that is gonna garner attention and it did. So fast forward to 1989. CBS Sports television contract with the NBA runs out. CBS Sports knows what it has with the NBA. The problem is, is that CBS Sports 
has an array of properties. It has tennis, it has auto racing, golf, it has the NFL with, with Madden and Summerall. It's got everything, including the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament is and was a huge moneymaker for CBS. It is a colossal moneymaker. David Stern did not like that. He felt that the NBA had reached the point where it could become a network's number one star. So he wanted Neil Pilsen, who is now the president of CBS Sports, to make a choice. You can't have us both. You can't. But the problem was the numbers didn't lie. In terms of ad revenue, ratings, the NCAA tournament was a huge moneymaker for CBS Sports. So CBS Sports signs NCAA basketball, men's basketball, to an insane, exorbitant contract. So that's the first blow that David Stern feels. The second is when CBS Sports, which had cried poor over not being able to fund the NBA or support the NBA, signs a $1 billion deal with Major League Baseball for something like 12 games a year. That made David Stern apoplectic. But there's a silver lining here. NBC Sports loses baseball. It desperately needs a major league sport to fill its schedule. It didn't really have much of anything. So this was, this was a perfect match. And it's made sweeter by the fact that the new president of NBC Sports is Dick Ebersol, who has an entertainment background. He was an executive producer at Saturday Night Live. And he was somebody who saw, who saw sports as entertainment. So he and David Stern were simpatico. And he also knew what he could do to turn the NBA into a primetime event. So, Dick Ebersol's ingenuity, coupled with the fact that NBC needed something to fill the void that it had in its program with the departure of Major League Baseball, that meant that the NBA could be the crown jewel of a network sports coverage. It could get primetime games. It could get a children's show that it could use as uh, that it could use for in-house advertising with NBA inside stuff. It could have coverage non-stop during with commercials running during prime time. It was a perfect storm, to use another cliched phrase, of opportunity, individuals, and market. And CBS Sports could not match that offer. They couldn't. It was a $600 million deal. NBC Sports agreement with the NBA in 1989 is the springboard for what the NBA is today in terms of a major television property. The fact that we see NBA games on all the time, that they're now that NBA games are now on prime are now on primetime television, regular season NBA games are on primetime television on network on network TV. All that comes across because of the hard work that David Stern and his cohorts brought to the table in 1989 to get them in the position for that lucrative television deal that gave them a ton of control. So there's that. And there's also Dick Ebersol seeing an opportunity, seizing it, and knowing what he could get out of it. And it was a match made in heaven. Dick Ebersol and David Stern worked from the same brain in terms of turning the NBA into not just a sporting event, 
but into, again, elevated television. The same way that Friends or ER or Seinfeld had seasons with characters and, and plot lines, an NBA season was the same way. So that television deal in 1989 was the culmination of a long, hard road to legitimacy and mainstream popularity. And a great job on the production by Monty Montgomery. And a special thanks to author Pete Corrado, author of From Hang Time to Prime Time. And my goodness, that moment in 1989 when David Stern said, it's us or it's the NCAA, but it can't be both. And CBS said, well, it's that college basketball tournament. Sorry, that became in the end the biggest opportunity. The story of the NBA and how it got to prime time here on Our American Stories. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.